Hello and welcome to the Subculture. I'm your host Jared. And I'm Edwina. And doing our Once More With Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today, Eddie, we are doing episode 11, season 4. Doing back to front now. Doomed. Doomed. This episode originally aired January 18th, 2000, I should say. Year 2000 we're in now. I was going to say the 90s. Uh, written by Marty Noxon, David Fury, Jane Eppinson, a few writers on this episode. Yeah, it's never a good sign. <laughs> and directed by James A. Contener, Eddie. This is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through, and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Yep. Not with this episode. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, after last week's episode, this one was a bit of a downer, yeah, I think. It's, it's a tough act to follow, um, Hush. Mm-hmm. You know, Hush really is in a league of its own. So, yeah, it's a really hard act to follow. Yeah. Oh, just another warning. We've just gotten over COVID too. So, we're all a little bit little yeah, snotty, so, a little so nasally a bit, today. I'm, I'm still a little bit nasally. Um, yeah, both me and Jared got COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, don't recommend it. No, it wasn't, not wasn't nice, no. was not fun. No, but uh, so. yeah, we're still still a little nasally, if you can hear it um, in our voices. That's so. sort of why there's been a big gap a as well. A bit of a gap as well. <laughs> been a couple of weeks, or nearly since our last episode, or nearly a week and a half. So, uh, But the episode itself, yeah, not a particularly great episode. I think we're going to both get to agree on that one. Yeah, but it, it so this episode, it's not really a bad episode. But it's just not great. Hmm. That's, yeah, it, it's really disjointed. Um, and I think there's a few technical issues that happen in this. Like Giles's voice is... Yeah, yeah, I noticed that like, too. Gi- like he's completely done in ADR and it's really noticeable. Mm. Yeah, he's uh, there might have been an issue with the, with the recording at the time or maybe he had a cold or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Possibly. Um, so I believe one of the writers was actually getting married and had written most of the episode and had everyone had to sort of take it over, hence why there's so many writers for this episode. Yeah. So I think that's what, what sort of happened with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Mm. But you can and – that, and that's also why it feels disjointed and you've got this big dooming apocalypse but then they throw in all this Buffy, Riley melodrama. Mm. And, and there's a lot of scenes with them – Confronting each other over their yeah, relationship yeah. and stuff, and rewatching at least, at least three scenes. Yeah, in there there's where they... three scenes and three too many scenes. <laughs> like it just it didn't need that. Well, I think there's even more than that. I think there's about four if right. you include the one at the end. Yeah. Mm. Uh. Yeah. So it's Buffy dealing with her relationship issues. Yeah. With the pending apocalypse. A little busy right now. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. This this apocalypse, it just didn't feel like it was an earned apocalypse. Yeah, like, it's sort like of just thrown stakes, in there, wasn't it? Yeah. Stakes don't really feel that high. No, they don't. Yeah. Um, mm. And. It's like, oh, it's the end of the world. And all right. Yeah. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you want to do uh, the Yeah, summary? the summary. Yep. Do the summary. And yeah. The morning after Buffy found out about Riley's role in the initiative, Riley tells her that as much as he wants to tell her who he really is, he cannot, but Buffy is able to guess based on the evidence of the past several weeks. 
Riley is amazed by her talents and abilities, but when she confesses that she is a slayer, he is confused on what that is. An earthquake hits, and although it is mild, the memory of the last earthquake in Summerdale disturbs Buffy. Buffy goes to Giles, fearing the world is going to come to an end, but he dismisses her worry, thinking that the earthquake was just a normal Californian occurrence. Riley pumps Forrest for information on the Slayer, which Forrest thinks it is just a myth that monsters made up. A demon goes berserk and attacks Riley and Forrest. They manage to subdue it and wonder at the strange activity the demonic captors have been exhibiting since the earthquake. At a party, Willow sees Percy, whom she tutored in high school. Meanwhile, a guy mixing drinks in one of the dorm rooms has his throat slit by a large demon. Willow goes into one of the dorm rooms to lie in bed, but when the lights come back on, she finds herself next to the body that was mutilated by the demon. Willow fills everyone in about the body she found. After she shows everyone the symbol carved into the student's chest, Giles fears the world's fate. Buffy hunts down this demon and finds it at a mausoleum where it is collecting bones of a small child. She fights with the demon, but it escapes and she runs into Riley. He tries to convince her to give her a relationship between them a chance, but because of all the pain in her past, she refuses. Research leads them to find that the demon needs the blood of a man, the bones of a child, and a word of Vallas to perform a ritual called the Sacrifice of the Three, which will destroy the world. Riley talks to his team and sends them out to find and kill the demon. As Xander cleans up some of the earthquake damage in his basement, he tells Spike that if he's living there, he should have to do some of the housework. Returning home, Xander finds Spike wearing a Hawaiian shirt and shorts because he shrunk his own clothes. When Spike threatens to kill him, Xander quickly loses his temper and tears Spike down verbally, harshly informing him that he's not scared of him anymore and that he's not even worth fighting. Depressed, Spike attempts to commit suicide by falling on a stake, only for Willow and Xander to walk in on him, making him miss the stake. Pitting him, Willow insists that they take him along to help them stop the ritual, and Xander reluctantly agrees. Along the way to Giles' apartment, Spike taunts Willow and Xander about their unsuccessful love lives and their uselessness to Buffy, leaving them unsettled. Giles discovers that the word of Valis is actually a talisman that he has in his possession. The demons have already made their way to his apartment and they beat him up badly before taking the talisman. The gang finds Giles and they head off to the remains of Sunnydale High School after he informs them that the ritual is to open the Hellmouth. The gang makes it to the remains of the library where the three demons are performing the ritual. A fight breaks out and then one of the demons jumps into the Hellmouth, revealing that they are the sacrifice for the ritual. A second demon attacks Spike and after several hits, he finally hits back. He realizes he can hurt demons without the chip hurting him. Ecstatic about being able to fight again, Spike promptly beats the demon senseless and proceeds to throw him into the Hellmouth. While the rest of the gang escape the crumbling building, Riley shows up to help Buffy. The third demon makes its way to the Hellmouth and Buffy goes in after it. Thanks to a cable and hook Riley attached to her belt, Buffy is pulled out of the Hellmouth along with the third demon, saving the world again. Afterwards, Riley tries to keep his secret identity, but Buffy's friends already know who he is by his clothes, while Spike evades detection by posing as a friend of Xander's. Sounders. The next day, Buffy goes to Riley's dorm, where he says he's upset at himself for allowing her and her friends to find out about him telling him everything will be okay, and she kisses him. Mm-hmm. The end. Yes. Yes. All right, Eddie, what do you got for us tonight? I So I have heard this episode being sort of described as the gristle between the meat and bones. 
of this series of this season. So <laughs> what is that? I don't know what that means. Uh, it's just kind of there to join things together. Okay. Yeah. Just to sort of link it all up. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So I'll go back to talking about the apocalypse. Lacking any real substance. Like everything in this episode just kind of, it just happens. Like stuff just happens to move the plot along. Mm. Like, you know, Willow just randomly deciding to walk into some dude's dorm room and lying on the bed. Like who Like who actually does that? Like oh, why would Just to go lying in someone's bed. Yeah. 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 Like wouldn't you just leave the party? Hmm. Yeah. No, go lie in someone's bed. Yeah. <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Giles just happened happens to have the the word of Valius, and only realizes just as they come in the, those demons break into his house. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of uh, conveniences in this, and the fact that he it looked like he was thinking about it. And it's like, oh, maybe I've got that somewhere, you know. And uh, he's, he's actually, you can see his thought process is going through. Like, why aren't you telling everyone this? Yeah, he's just like, it's the apocalypse. We're all going to die. But he's not really saying anything. It's, it's like the end of the world. Again? Else about it. And then the scene ends and you cut to Buffy at the mausoleum looking up at the that, that eye symbol on the mausoleum. Mm. And she's just talking to herself randomly. <laughs> like yeah. she who hangs out in cemeteries, but like big giant box cereal. <laughs> yeah. Do you, th- you think this is the is suffering because they have many writers on this episode? That it, yeah. Uh, it didn't really have a vision or a narrative on it that it's just sort of bits and pieces are kind of stuck together. Yeah. Yeah. Half-heartedly, um, and that's why it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Even uh, even the fact of how did they know Giles had that? Unclear. They just yeah, turned yeah. up at the house. They just turned up. Just like, as he got... <laughs> a lot of conveniences, yes. Yeah. Yes, like way too many. Mm. Uh, and yet it just makes it feel disjointed, especially the fact that Giles says it's the apocalypse but then doesn't actually elaborate on it. Uh, also why it lacks that substance as well is because that last scene with like, so you've got Spike who discovers he's a, that he can fight demons mm, yeah, and he picks up one of the demons and throws it in the hole <laughs> like that, you know, it just sort of proves that there was no real, there was really nothing at stake. Um, and the fact that they play that scene as, as a joke yeah. As well, instead of something like it's something far more serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of it kind of makes a joke of the apocalypse. It was almost making a joke on itself that you know, even when they say it's the apocalypse and they're all like again. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And and also Buffy defies the laws of physics to somehow manage she somehow manages to clip onto that, mm. fly down into the to the hellmouth catch the demon and then be pulled all the way back up in in like a matter of a minute. <laughs> well, I, th- I think the part of uh, Riley's hands being cut to shreds too should be mentioned yeah, as yeah. well because he's holding that rope as it's flowing down. I'm like, man, yeah. you've got some serious rope burn there. Yeah. It was like a cable. That would just sh- shred that your hands, I reckon. shred you, yeah. Uh, and the fact that Buffy climbs back up as well. <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah, that that whole scene is just never 
sat well. Mm. So that didn't sit well. But also Willow going into that bedroom never sat well. Um, And then just randomly bringing Percy into it just so that she would have someone to talk to and someone to hurt her feelings. To make her run off into a a dark room of a place she doesn't know. Okay. Yeah. And then that girl just being a like really bitchy for no reason. Like, yeah. Just being like super jealous. Yeah. Saw Willow as a threat maybe. <laughs> yes. Seeing Willow as a threat but without like actually mm. finding out the situation. Yeah. Maybe she's just a bitch. Just True. a bitch. Yeah. I suppose. Um, so, so I suppose the only thing from this episode, the revelation is Spike can hurt people now. Yeah. And, and honestly, the only thing that makes – like, though this isn't a great episode, it's not one that you skip. It's not a – you don't it's, – no, it's, it's not one that you skip. Not a skipper? It's not, a, it's not one that you skip because Spike is what makes this episode great. Mm, yeah. Good on you, Spike. Or adds to the rewatchability of this episode is that you have Spike going through this full identity crisis. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he, you know, well, he actually tries to kill himself again. They, this is all played for for laughs as well. Uh, but yeah, him losing, you know, he's lost Drusilla. He's lost the ability to be a vampire. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, you know, lost harmony. Yeah. Uh, he's he's got this chip in his head that's stopping him from doing what he wants to do. What's happened to Drusilla? We found out. Uh, you find out. She's uh, in Angel. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, okay. Was Spike in Angel? Yeah. Okay. He has a couple of... Uh, in the last season, he has a main role. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he shows up, I think, in the first season. Okay. For an episode and then the last. So, he's, has he been in both Buffy and Angel at the same time? Or No. no. Okay. We're saying that... Because we're in the first season of Angel now, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. So there was a crossover ep- episode, you know, with the Ring of Amora. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 So there was a crossover episode where he went to get the ring from Angel. That's right. Yeah. All coming back to me now. Yes. Yeah. So Spike's finding other ways to uh, fulfill his needs, so to speak. And one of those ways is he finds people's, he has this ability to find what people are really insecure about. And then just kind of pokes it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like having a go at both Xander and Willow. Yeah, he really tore them one new one, didn't he? Just yeah, calling there, them saying, groupies. You're just groupies, you know, uh, you yeah. poof. Yeah, 10th tenth grade losers you've always been. Yeah, just um, tore them down a bit. Yeah, telling Xander that he's living in a, you know, living in a basement when other kids are off at university. Mm. And, yeah. That those two aren't really making a go of it. Mm. They're like a fag off. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, his language is very, very uh, homophobic in this yeah. episode. I don't remember ever saying fag off. <laughs> no. I I, and he said poof pretty pretty funny. Yeah, too. you poofed her. You, no, he just said poof. You're poof. You poof. Didn't he say you poofed her? Uh, no, I don't think. So. I think he said poof. Just you okay. poof. You want me to tear this place apart, you bloody poof? Yeah. <laughs> it's not how you... That's not how you say it, you poof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's not how you say it. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Buffy Buffy actually said the name of the episode. We're doomed. Yeah, she says, we're doomed. Mm. Says the name of the episode. That's the name of the episode. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's also the the ongoing kind of theme of this season is, you know, the magic versus science, science versus magic. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it's very, very obvious in this episode as you have that scene where you have the initiative and the Scoobies talking about the same demons but coming up with different conclusions. Well, it comes down to information. They have nothing. Yeah, but they are digging around and experimenting in an area that they know absolutely nothing about. But it makes you wonder why they haven't sourced this information, though, from the occult. I mean, I know that the uh, forest, the other character was just mentioning, oh, they're just animals. But yeah. they do have mythological powers. Yeah. So it's, it is beyond what their knowledge is. Yeah. So there's only one way to source that knowledge, and that's through all the literature that's around what basically the Scoobs use. And I'm not sure if this was maybe – or maybe it was an intention from the episode, but it seemed more Riley not just wanting to court Buffy, but wanting to cooperate – Together to work as a team. Yeah. Um, well, he, I guess he was really pretty forward with that. But and it seems a really seems why they haven't done. I'm interested why they haven't done this before, and why Buffy's reluctant to work with the initiative. I think it's just the fact that she doesn't know much about them. Mm. Well, she get to know them. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems like the you know the combining their forces together with their knowledge and their Slayer and and their yeah, uh, but they're also a military. You know, government agency, they don't want to know. They don't want to know. Okay. They don't care. Well, they care enough to set up this initiative, so... Yeah, for their own means. Right. So, there's obviously something that they're heading towards, and that's militarizing the demons, or turning these demons into some sort of controlled army... Oh, is this the ready raptors with laser beams on yes, the thing this again? Yes, this is the raptors. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so you think they want to weaponize the yeah, demons? Yeah, so they're, so they're that's, trying that's, to weaponize the demons. Yes, exactly. Right. So them working together probably isn't – like if they were just trying to eradicate them and stop it, it would be different. But they're experimenting on them. Right. So you know that they're trying to find some way – to control them. To weaponize them. Yeah. 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 Yes. So, yeah. An army of vampires. Yeah. And uh, make sure you send them in after dark. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Interesting idea, but again, you know, it always comes up, well, as a previous uh, Jurassic Park movie that came out a while ago where they had the, that weird Indoraptor or something they called that. When you point your gun at it with a laser, it'll attack that person. Yeah. It's like, but if you're pointing... Your gun with a laser on it, that person. Why don't you just shoot him? <laughs> yes. Um, and it just makes as much sen- as sense as sending a bunch of lions in there or something. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, what are they? They're not. What are they going to do? You know, they're pretty yeah. useless against guns. So yeah, but don't again, be again, they're just they're playing around with something they don't hmm. actually understand. So is it almost reminiscent of that f- that? End scene in Raiders of, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first Indiana Jones film, where they have the Ark of the Covenant, this 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 uh, 
weapon. No, what do you call it? It's a just uh, uh, artifact. Yeah, having this artifact with this amount of power, and what do they do? They just store it in a big, huge warehouse in a box, and that's it. And they yeah. just have no idea what they've got and what, and what it can do. Yeah. And eventually, it'll come into someone else's possession or something. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, Jared, had you seen this episode? No, I haven't seen this episode. No, a new one. Okay. Um, just one more thing to bring up that bothers me in this episode. Oh, what's that? It's the way that that guy, the guy that dies, it's the yeah. way he pours the drinks. Because uh. <laughs> he just pours, like he, he doesn't, st- like there's four cups yeah. and he doesn't lift the bottle up. Like he just pours and doesn't, like he just does it in like a circle. So, like, so I'm like, there must be like that that tape that surface must be completely covered. <laughs> Who's gonna clean that up? <laughs> I know, <laughs> so much waste. And then he just gets the can and does the same thing. And I'm like, that's just gonna be a seriously sticky mess there. <laughs> Maybe after a few drinks, you don't care. You're like, ah, yeah. And then and it's drink. gin. He's drinking gin as well. Like it's a pretty expensive bottle of gin that he's just pouring all over the table. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bothered you. It bothers me. Oh god. It just bothers me. All right. That that's that's me being silly silly nitpicking of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you have any a rabbit hole that you went down this uh, week? You know what? Not really. Um musical guests, the helicopters. All right. Do you know the helicopters? No. So the at the party. Uh, that they're at the the helicopters are a Swedish garage band. The second week in a row we're doing a Swedish band, are we? Hmm. What, what are the odds? Uh, well, because we spoke about ghosts last week. Um, so, but these guys uh, they're pretty underground, though. Like you don't you don't hear much about them. Well, ghosts aren't that underground. No, but uh, these guys have been around since the nineties. They've been around a long time. So, uh, so I'll play you the song. Oh yeah, so this is the this is the song. It's called Hey by the Helicopters. It's Hella, not Hella. You like? Yeah. Yeah, it's alright. Yeah, no, they've been around for years, these guys. Um, the helicopters. I never really got into them, to be honest. I just, in fact, I don't think I've ever listened to them before. <laughs> I just, I kind of knew them. Um, and, uh, yeah, not much to say about them. I don't know. They're okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, nothing really grabbing much in this episode, Eddie, to be honest. There was nothing really that sort of caught my eye, so to speak, or... Anything like that, but uh, yeah, just listen to some helicopters. Okay. So, yeah, and that's my rabbit hole. It's oh. not even a really rabbit hole. Just the musical guest for this week was helicopters. Okay. Well, then let's get into question time. Answer the question. Okay, Jared. Which character was your favourite in this episode? I actually like Riley this episode. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. That was not a 
Was that, that the wrong answer? Ex- yeah, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> the answer is Spike. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly think Spike makes this episode bearable. Take him out of it, and it's a pretty. I know. It's I, a pretty I, just, I always episode. say Spike, and I thought, oh, I don't just say Spike every time he's in an episode. Um, okay. So I, I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, no, I'll stick with Riley. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Which character did you love to hate? I thought Percy was a bit of a prick. Yeah. He For was no a bit reason. of a prick. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Forrest, though. Yeah. Um, just because he's starting to get more and more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> he starts just hating Buffy for no real oh, reason. Oh, I think there's he's, a reason why he hates Buffy. Maybe there might be a little bit of subtext that you're not reading into there no, no. That, that you are reading into no I think it's quite clear why he doesn't like Buffy and why is that because she's in... not his type <laughs> he's in love with Riley yeah yes yeah uh, what's the most memorable fight scene so I liked when Spike got his mojo back at the yeah. end yeah 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 I'll go with that one too oh it's my <laughs> one uh, LOL moment Again, see, it would have been all Spike answers in this, so I had to do something okay, different. All right. So Spike trying to kill himself was quite funny. Yeah, I went with the reveal of Spike wearing Xander's clothes. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's kind of a little bit of an... <laughs> it's a bit of a iconic moment, so to speak. Mm. Uh, Favourite scene... I liked it when I went back to the school. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. A little bit going back to the, the beginnings. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of like that. Going back to the school. Mm. Yeah. But also that, that whole you, you can't go back. That's mm. the thing. Like, there's nothing there for you. Yeah. And it seemed it's a shame, really, because, as you said, there was really nothing on the line. And to sort of use that in this episode, what doesn't really mean. A whole lot like them going back to school, like in the you know the climactic season finale, would have meant a bit more. Yeah, it's a little wasted opportunity, I think, really, to do that in in the mid season or you know just in a forgettable episode, I guess. But oh well. Yeah, yeah. My favorite scene is actually like Spike taunting uh, Willow and Xander as they're coming out of the library. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just tearing them to shreds. Oh, so and he and he just walks off, and he just has this smile on his face. That's where he has to get his kicks now. That's yeah. what, that's where he has to get his fun. Oh yeah, from. It's, it's always only pleasure he gets now is uh, by tearing them down. Yeah. Uh, least favorite scene. Um, I don't want to say all the Riley <laughs> Buffy scenes. I'll just go with the party scene. I thought was a bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, bit of a. Could have just taken that out, I reckon. Yeah, like where Willow's just standing there at the party. That yeah, part? yeah. Or the whole the whole party scene scene. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, I I went with the the Buffy Riley melodrama in the cemetery. Mm. She should have been chasing after the fucking demon, not not. Yeah. Wallowing on about. We're doomed. We're so doomed. Oh, no. Uh, Favourite quote of this episode? Uh, so, yeah, it is a spike. Mm-hmm. 
That's right, baby. I'm back. I'm a bloody animal. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Okay. I'm going to do... It's Buffy. And she's like, I told you. Poo-poo. Southern California. Poo-poo. I often do that as well. <laughs> You're like, don't poo-poo me. Why not? Poo-poo. Southern California. All right. Um, Who gets... The wooden spoon. I think Giles gets the wooden yeah. spoon. He's he's uh he's really uh uh his game wasn't up tonight, was it? Yeah. Well, uh, the other thing you notice is that uh, Buffy doesn't tell him about Riley. Oh no! Well, she hasn't yet. Oh no, she had a chance. Yeah, no. Yeah, and w- especially when he starts going on about the military guys and he's like doing all this research and stuff into it, mm. she doesn't tell him. Yeah. That she knows that. Riley's part of it. Well, she didn't tell anyone, did she, until the end when he showed up in his military outfit. Yeah. Oh, no, he's a uh, paintball. Paintball. He just went paintballing with some stormtroopers. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Paintball. Yeah, with stormtroopers. Yep. That's why he's not covered in anything. Yeah. Okay. You get it? No. Oh, because they <laughs> miss. <laughs> yes. Damn stork. These blasters. Too accurate for stormtroopers. Have you seen those guys? <laughs> Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I went with Giles just because he had, you know, the word of Valius sitting right there. Why did they think it was a book? Because it said the word. That, you know. It was a talisman. Like, it was a picture of a, a talisman, though, wasn't it? Well, he didn't have the picture. They they didn't have that picture yet. It's when, oh, right. when G- Giles finds that picture and that goes, oh, shit. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, who's the MVP of the episode? I think Riley's the MVP. Okay. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You don't mm. want to say it, do you? You know it's right, but you don't want to... <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll I'll give it to him this episode. Oh, you don't have to, but... No, I think I'll give it to him. He won't get too many. <laughs> <laughs> one best on ground, huh? Yeah, you he'll one. get one. It's a pity one. <laughs> it's a pity one. Yeah, he gets Jesus. a pity one. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What do you rate the episode out of 10 using something from the episode? I gave it five green pizza delivery boy hats. (laughs) I will go six out of 10 carved out eye symbols. Was that necessary? They just needed his blood, didn't they? Yeah. Did they have to carve that thing on there? No. Oh, when in Rome, I guess. Just to make it look pretty, <laughs> I guess. Maybe they're bored while they're waiting. <laughs> they're just waiting for you this. Yeah, you're priority. They're hey, just bored. They're yeah. waiting for that blood to drain out of him oh so slowly. Mm. So uh, yeah, they they just decided to do some art. <laughs> <on him. laughs> just get creative. It's amazing what some of these demons put it in effort in, like the Polaroid guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's a lot of effort. Yeah. Oh, we haven't seen Joyce for a while, have we? No, you won't see Joyce for a long time. Oh. Jeez, mm. does she still get paid then? I don't know. Just probably not. Probably not. Oh, that must suck. Yeah. I'm a TV show, but I'm hardly in it. Yeah. So uh, she does have a couple of episodes in this season, but yeah, she's not in it that much. Mm. Oh, well. And then she's in it a lot in season five. <laughs> too much. <laughs> yeah, in season five, so. All right. All right. 
Um, it's going to be a short episode, but uh, I suppose not really much to say about it. We're not just well, going to yammer on. Ne- and I think the next – I'm deciding whether we do the next four episodes are almost both d- – like they're double episodes. Ooh, okay. All right. Yeah, the so next – So we'll have a lot to talk about then. For one of them, yes. For the <laughs> other one, probably not. But yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So I think the next two uh, – I was just – just I was debating whether we'd do the next two as separate episodes, but then I remember what those two episodes are, and I'm like, you know what? I think we'll do them as joined. Fair enough. Get through them as quickly as possible. <laughs> Just power through them. Well, we're over the hump of this season, are we? Or was it 22 episodes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's a season hump? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, this could be the uh, Buffy the Vampire series hump, I guess, couldn't it? We're halfway yeah, through the fourth halfway season. Halfway through. Actually, no, we're probably past it. There's not eight seasons, is there? No, there's no. seven. Oh, so we're well past it, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, oh well. <laughs> oh, well. No reason to celebrate that. All right, Eddie, I think we're just going to wrap this up right here, eh? Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us tonight. We are Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. And I'm Edwina. And where can you find us, Edwina? Edwina. Uh, you can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There is a Facebook group and you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. Yes. And if you want to help us out. Can you? Please, please follow the link tree on the socials to our merch store. Yes. Got new co- I still got my coffee mug. <laughs> Don't worry, eyes at me. I have to order it. <laughs> All right. I want a coffee mug. All right. All right. Like, share, subscribe, buy our shit. Just buy it. I don't care. Just buy it. See ya. Bye. You want me to tear this place apart, you bloody poof?